Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Schmidt Happens, your one and only podcast for all things Schmidt. I have checked. There are no other ones out there. So it is just Schmidt Happens. I'm coming to you with one of my favorite people uh, to talk to about podcasts and just about anything else as well. Corinne King from our St. Croix offices in the Virgin Islands. How are you today, Corinne? I'm good. I am so excited to be here today. A little nervous. I'm usually on sure. this podcast. Well, the yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Corinne also has her own podcast that she does for, for her business for real estate. And I was a guest on that um, a couple months ago now, I think. Was it May that we recorded? The turntables have turned. So now I get to interview you. So, um, so yeah. So, Corinne, I, I think we've known each other since you guys emerged, so I think just going on a little over two years now, would that be Ooh, correct? I think it's a little over two years. I think it like yeah. May-ish for some reason is sticking out in my mind. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, and there's a lot to, I, there's a lot I want to talk to you about because, you know, so far we've had uh, guests from Michigan and Florida on the podcast, and I've got um, Ohio coming up soon as well. But the Virgin Islands is a, a kind of a world apart. It's not too far away from Florida, but it also just feels like a completely different beast whenever you're there. And I will say it is one of the, if not the best place, my, my favorite place I've ever been. It is beautiful. The people are great. And obviously all of our agents down there are, are great as well. So I want to hear about um, what in your experience, because I believe you said you're from Florida. Is that right? Originally? Yeah. Florida, and I'm from okay. um, Vero Beach, Florida, which you guys are mm-hmm. familiar with. Where we've got paradise offices, yeah. I so know. so being born and raised in Florida then and now living and working in the Virgin Islands, I'm curious about your your take on how, I mean, the base question is how different is it? But I mean that in terms of culture, but also in terms of real estate. You know, how is the business and the market different than it is in the mainland? I know the one thing that we always hear whenever we go down is island time. <laughs> well, everything's on island time. Definitely. Well, so Vero Beach, when I grew up there, so St. Croix, the reason why I love it so much, it reminds Mm. me of Vero when I grew up. Vero is gorgeous and beautiful now, but when I grew up, it was a little bit more of like a beach fishing town. Like I remember Mm -hmm. pulling up to Riverside Cafe um, on my dad's boat and they'd be playing music. We wouldn't have any shoes on. You know, we'd be hanging out in the bar with um, our parents. Mm -hmm. And it's still kind of like that there. But it St. Croix reminds me of like old Florida, like those old Florida beach towns. That's what I love about it here. And yes, it's very much island time. <laughs> um, and it's just super laid back. Like St. I'm glad we chose St. Croix over the other two islands. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we're still under the U.S. flag, which is great. But then you yep. feel like you really are in the Caribbean. It's one gorgeous and like two laid back and awesome people and a great community here it's well and you you kind of tipped this a second ago but um or or hit on this a second ago but our uh understanding and again i've i've been down oh two times maybe three times now but my understanding is that saint thomas so the 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 u.s virgin islands is saint thomas saint john and saint croix is that correct yes oh man i'm so good um and saint (laughs) thomas is sort of the um uh, touristy island where the cruises mainly stop and where a lot of people visit and St. Croix feels much more there are still a couple of those ships that come by but it's much more of a community like um, society sort of a place as opposed to a, a tourist destination yeah. on, the ho- on the whole at least and I think that's the great part about it there's mm-hmm. a new campaign like St. Croix is a vibe look like no other I think I got it right 
Oh, cool. Really? That's a, that's a good campaign. Isn't it? I yeah. really excited. They're highlighting St. Croix because we've kind of, no one really knew about us. We were like this mm-hmm. secret hidden gem of the United States that everyone yeah. knows Thomas. I know about St. John, but St. Croix, they didn't really hear about us. And we have such a cool Caribbean culture between like, we have tons of foodies here and it's very mm-hmm. And there's lots of nature here as well. We are much bigger land-wise. Don't ask me the difference between here and okay. much <laughs> but bigger, much flatter. Um, okay. with beautiful rolling hills um, that add to the landscape and the seascape. Mm-hmm. And and from a real estate perspective, you know, I what's really interesting because you know, obviously, we see all of the listings that you guys come through, and I mean, I think right now you've still got Miramar, which is listed at 8.9 million. Um, So you've got all the luxury properties, but there also does seem to be a steady community of like just people, you know, it's not just the vacation homes and the, and the huge million dollar homes. There's normal condos and normal properties where people just, you know, live. I know that sounds stupid, but it's not just the vacation part with that. Is that pretty fair? That's very fair. And I think a lot of people love, like we bought a little bungalow home here. It's uh, Mm -hmm. very little. (laughs) (laughs) home um but yeah there's homes that range from you know 300,000 up to 8.9 million and then there's condos ranging you know as low as in the hundred thousands where you could I think we have some beachfront or waterfronts in those ranges um okay up to a million at our fancier condo complex so we have a little bit of everything here Mm -hmm. and you so St. Croix we don't have as many hotels which i love we have like sure hotels and that means we don't have as many hotel rooms so sure renting homes is a popular thing here um, sure. a lot of people purchase homes for that reason or some people just decide to vacation rent down the road but yes you still vacation rent homes here because we don't have those big mega hotels, which I think adds to the charm of St. Croix. Before we go down the, the, the route of like the marketing and stuff, um, tell me, tell the audience, you know, about you. How did you get into real estate? What is your history? Um, how did you get to where you are? All right. Well, okay. So I've been, I think this month, probably mm-hmm. I have uh, been working for Coldwell Banker for six years. Wow. Okay. Um. Cool. And so I was working at a, a job in Tampa, Florida before we mm-hmm. moved down here. And um, it was fun. It was for an amazing company, a Fortune 100 company. Oh, cool. A ton from them. Um, but it was, I worked a lot. Yeah. So when I came down here, I was like determined I was ready to retire at 28. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is it. This is it. And so I started working at a beach shack and I was like, yes. Right. Make penis. But I was like, yeah, this is the life. Right. Uh, but I did realize, you know, that was really cool for a while, but I realized I missed business. Like mm-hmm. I, I was, oh, I love business. And uh, my job before this was marketing for a luxury high-end restaurant. But, mm-hmm. but, you know, I just worked myself to the bone and I was on this little hiatus, I guess, away from the real world. And thought I could work at a beach shack for the rest of my life. I realized I can't. And I <laughs> business. I love strategically thinking. And so I jumped into real estate. I joined um, Amy Landewelda and her team. Well, and on that note, um, 
why did you move to St. Croix in the first place? What, what brought you there from Florida? So, um, my husband, who was not my husband at the time, uh-huh. we always, what if you're going to like live somewhere crazy, like the Caribbean? And we like built it up. Like it was way too scary to make the big move. Mm-hmm. Um, he was offered a job and it was, you know, you choose between St. Thomas, St. Croix. And then also there was some positions in Florida. I was in Las Vegas for my brother's wedding and uh, my husband calls and he's like, listen, we have like 30 minutes to make a decision. <laughs> Jeez. Um, never been here before. Mm-hmm. Never heard of St. Croix. Kind of heard of St. Thomas because, you know, it's on the route of cruise ships. Sure. He was like, okay, so this is a bit about St. Thomas and here's a bit about St. Croix. And I was like, St. Croix, let's do it. And he agreed and here we are. Wow. So let's switch gears a little bit then. Let's go back to the real estate part. So you've got a marketing background, like you were mentioning, and you do a lot. You know, I follow, obviously, like we said, you've got your own podcast, which we'll talk a little bit more about in a little bit. Um, One big question I have is, what does your marketing kind of plan look like? Because you guys are in a unique situation where um, I'm sure sure you, you can identify feeder markets from the U.S., but you have to market certain properties, I would imagine, within the island itself. But then, again, if you list an $8.9 million property, the chances are there's not going to be an abundance of buyers on St. Croix. So you also have to market outside of that. So how does that within the team, how, what does that look like? How do you figure out um, what assets to use, where to target, and then what do you use to market to these communities? So I think one of the biggest things already laid out in front of us, mm-hmm. being a part of the Coldwell Banker um family mm-hmm. has given us so much opportunity it's sure. given us a lot of opportunity and a lot more reach so a lot more global reach and thanks to the internet anyone no matter where they are mm-hmm. can find us and then partnering with you guys we're taking advantage of everything you've laid out for us like these virtual videos mm-hmm. yeah every week <laughs> I am giving. giving yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. Don't think I'm gonna miss a week. So we're starting there, taking advantage of what is literally handed to us, sure. and just a little bit of the work which you guys are doing so much. And to me, one of the most important things before we talk about distribution is what you're putting out there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's the first thing that's so important is selling this lifestyle, selling the property. Mm-hmm. I refuse to put something out there that's not good. I, I have used, and I don't think I've told you this, but you sent me a video probably a month or two ago that you had shot at one of your properties. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, I used my smartphone and a gimbal, then I edited it myself. And I have since in trainings used that because I was like, listen, what? you can use, this is a video. Cause if I'll, I'll, I'll go, Hey, take a look at this video for a, for a listing and people will watch it in the training. Oh, what you think? Like, oh, it's good. It was well done. I said, one of our agents shot that with a smartphone. Like, you don't need – so many people still do their own photo and video, which is not at all bad on its face. But the difference in quality with just taking your time and setting up a shot is, is crazy between just going snap, 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 walking through a home. So with that, thanks for sharing the video. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, it's, seriously, it's, it's fantastic. Photographs, number one, are the first, like, no matter what the property is. If it's $80,000 mm-hmm. to $2.9, has to be professional – one, we're representing the seller, and two, we're representing our brand. Yeah. Um, so that has to be consistent across the board. 
So going back a little bit to my history, I loved photography in high school. You know, family was like, you should go to school for business. And I was like, got it. <laughs> right, right. So, and then I kind of just played around with photography for a long time. And then like two years or three years into working with Amy, I just started, I got a new camera from uh, my husband for a wedding gift. And mm-hmm. so I started around with that and kept getting better. And, you know, the first pictures were all right. And then I just kept practicing and practicing and trying to get better. So that's the part on the photography. Like you have to look good before you even put it out there. And yeah. A lot of people think like, let me get this up as quick as possible and I'll go back and change all the pictures. Yeah. And that's a huge mistake that people make because that the first image is a lasting image. Yep. First impression is a you know lasting impression because that's when everyone's alerted like hey new listing exactly and and I mean I can speak to that as a buyer and, you know when we bought our home there were a couple of homes like that where um, you you see the listing when they go live because we're all set up on the MLS searches or the CB searches Zillow or yeah and, and you look at it and you will pretty quickly make a judgment call and go mm-hmm. yeah this home doesn't yeah this, I can't tell if this is a good home or not but you're not going back a day or two later and thinking. I wonder if they uploaded new photos. You know, I wonder right. if they changed the listing at all. Let's talk about um, how you market um, to the to the U.S. Or, or, or I guess I would, t- taking a step further back, what percentage of your marketing would you say is island focused to the community there? And what percentage would you say you have to, you know, target the U.S.? Or, and again, this might be my ignorance, but Canada or Europe, you know, wh- how much of your marketing is outside of the island itself? So going back to one, make sure it's a good listing and then taking advantage. That's why we are um, associated with Caldwell Banker is that there are so many resources in such a broad reach and our name is known, you Mm -hmm. know, people know Caldwell Banker. Majority of our buyers do come from the U.S. Okay. A few European and Canadian, but not really. So our focus is the U.S. Um, and of course, creating a local presence um, in St. Croix, just being involved in the community and sure. handing your business cards out and <laughs> making um, sure people know you. Yeah. With a ton of people, you know, and just <laughs> know people personally. And you can do that here because it's such a small community. So locally, it's more just making those connections mm-hmm. personally. Um, and of course, social media as well. So you want to start there and then expand from, you know, start. You know, having people like your page who are on island sure. and then just let it go grow from there and just connecting with local professionals and business owners and supporting them mm-hmm. uh, and just branding, I think, is such a big thing. And I hope to get into that a little bit later, yes. but branding ourselves in the community. So when people think like, hey, do you know anyone that sells real estate? They'll think of us immediately because we're constantly showing up. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that. I, let's switch that gear. Let's talk about branding because um, like we've mentioned a few times now, you have your own podcast, um, mm-hmm. which I believe if, if I get the, the order of the words, it's branding you real estate. Is that right? The, that is. And, and so branding is a huge part of what you do. So talk to me about that. Where do, where do you feel that importance comes from? What do you think are the, you know, the big things that people are missing when it comes to branding? You know, let's, let's dive into that. All right. Well, so I started the podcast just, I was doing research for our team mm-hmm. and um, kind of putting things to the test and just reading. And I was like, well, this would make a really fun podcast. And I really wanted to 
I wanted to interview a couple of people just mm-hmm. to learn this. And I was like, well, this will be a good way to do it. You know? Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> awkward. Like, Hey, can we chat? Yeah. It's like, Hey, I'm doing a podcast. And now they're like, Oh, cool. Yeah. Instead of a creepy girl, like, Hey, I've been stuck. <laughs> okay, and I would like to just talk. Mm-hmm. Right. Where I'm married. I'm going to you up. Um, <laughs> so that's where it started. And I think I put this in the uh, Schmidt happens like the spotlight was a big thing was it's holding myself accountable sure, to keep learning and to keep growing mm-hmm. because I put podcasts out there. I kind of feel like I have to keep doing it. And each time I do a podcast, I learn something new. I get excited, mm-hmm. put it to the test and, um, but okay. So back to Brandy. So that's where all that started. And I started to learn about it. Big thing. And I was talking to an agent the other day. She's probably going to listen to this and you know who I'm talking <laughs> about, but I won't call you out. <laughs> we were talking about like Facebook marketing or just mm-hmm. posting. Sure. How often do you post? And she's like, I don't know, like every two weeks. <laughs> um, the girl who works with her was like, well, we definitely post more than that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she's like, well, I haven't gotten a lead from it. And I was like, well, when did you start doing that? And are you doing it consistently? And are you showing up? And I think a lot of, and branding isn't, you can't convert that to like a lead conversion. You can, when you're doing ads, you can see kind of a direct correlation if you're doing an ad or Mm -hmm. listing, say I got this many leads, and then you might be able to follow that to a closing. But branding is just a accumulation of consistency, doing something over and over again and getting yourself out there and letting people get to know you. It's building a relationship with people socially and like on social media and then also socially out and about off of social media. Well, and I think, you know, what you're describing, I I feel like a lot of people, and I wouldn't even just say agents specifically, I don't mean to just call out real estate agents, but when you think of the word branding, a lot of the time people think of a logo. I need to have my own logo. And like, that's what people equate the word branding to. But right. it's so much more than that. Oh, so I wanted to create almost like this full formula of what is branding. And mm-hmm. yes, it's your look and feel, which that includes logo and colors and all of that. And then it's also um, the content you're putting out on social media and how you connect socially on social media. And then it's also how do you appear in the public eye when you go out and who are you involved yeah. with? Are you beside the real estate agent? It's how you make people feel and how... Mm-hmm. That last impression. There's just so many elements to branding mm-hmm. that when you put it all together, it helps. Not everyone is ready to buy right away or right. sell, right? but you will come to mind first when you keep showing up or you leave that lasting impression on someone. Yeah, and that's something. So I did like a, I do these like little gold nugget podcasts on mm-hmm. now. Um, they're like four minutes long. Uh huh. <laughs> I touched on was, you know, as a real estate agent, when you leave your house, you kind of have to think about that brand. Right. Uh, so one, make sure you're always being authentic. Yeah. Uh, but you kind of have to have your life together in a sense, because the society can choose that brand for you, depending on yeah. how you show. Absolutely. Absolutely. So your brand is coming when you don't even know it. Someone's kind of creating their perception also known as brand for you, mm-hmm. right? When you're leaving the house and going to the grocery store. Well, and I always say, you know, again, obviously this is, this can pertain mainly to social media, but also a lot of other things is like, I always tell people, if you do something that rubs somebody the wrong way, 
you're not necessarily going to hear about that, right. but it will spread. So the mm-hmm. easiest example is like you post something political on Facebook that I disagree with. I'm going to decide in my head, well, I'm not working with that person anymore. And then you, but I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to you know, send you a message. Hey, Corinne, because of that post, you know, I'm not going to work with you, Right. but I, a, I'm not going to, and B, I'm not going to recommend you to somebody else. I'm not going to tell somebody to work with you because, because you're actually going to sit and say, don't exactly. Work with- yeah. You're going to, so- you're, you're going to lose business and you won't know it. Right. So you have to be, you know, careful of what you're unintentionally putting out there. You can go forward with logos and colors and what you post with intention, but there's so much we do unintentionally that might kind of tarnish our brand. Exactly. And, and, and you'll never know until all of a sudden you're like, why has my business gone down a little bit this year? And right. you've lost, yeah, you've lost and clients. You yeah. That. Right. Right. So, um, so yeah, so talk about the podcast a little bit. So it's called branding you real estate and obviously it's about branding. Um, but what is the, uh, what is the tart, you know, the goal of the podcast? What are the kind of people you're interviewing? You know, what are you hoping to, I hate saying hope to accomplish with this, but what are you hoping to to do with this podcast? Just kind of started it for fun, really. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the future holds for it. Sure. It keeps evolving into something a little bit different than I anticipated, but I didn't really go in with too many anticipations of sure. how this would go. Um. So we'll see what happens in a year or two. Call back. We'll check in and see Okay, where perfect. We're at. Perfect. That's the uh, plan. I have interv- well, obviously I interviewed you mm-hmm. and some other people in the industry and a lot of people outside of the industry, which I really like because I feel like anyone listening to this podcast, this will give them new ideas and take them outside of that real estate bubble because a lot of times we look for our inspiration inside our own bubble. Yeah. And to stand out, you need to look outside of that. So it's specifically for real estate agents to give them ideas or inspiration or motivation to grow, expand, mm-hmm. um, elevate their brand. I want to move on because I have so many more things I want to ask about, but one of those is that lack of free hands. So you do have a daughter. Um, how old is Madeline? Oh my Madeline. gosh, she's Madeline, Madeline. Madeline, but- Madeline, Madeline. Yeah. <laughs> Um, a year this month. Oh, wow. Either 30th or 31st. We're not entirely sure. I need to check your certificate. <laughs> so that comes back to branding and mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. Use that. Don't hide that you're a mom, you know, right. like, but you've seen me use like Madeline on our social media. And yeah. I think we get most of our likes and views because people love babies. So yeah. I'm babies like, and dogs or babies and pets. Those are, those are the right. two keys for, for social media. <laughs> and I both. So, so I might as well utilize yeah, you're, them. Exactly. And, and, you know, I think, um, like you said, there is sometimes, and I'd say this is changing a bit on, as the whole, but there is a tendency to hide certain things like that. But A, I don't think you should do that full stop. And B, I think that that makes you more relatable. You know, if people see, oh, she's a mom or, oh, they've got kids or, oh, they, you know, they fill, fill in the blank, that makes you more relatable and helps your business more than hurts it absolutely when you're relatable and you're real and you're authentic Mm -hmm. and you leave a an impression of like a feeling on someone Mm -hmm. which you you're being real that's that's the trick to branding right exactly yeah well and i you know i from my perspective i always kind of say branding at its core is you like you are your brand 
you are branding yep, for golden nugget I there know. you go you can use that to go for yep. it <laughs> it's not it's not copyrighted or anything but but that's okay, that's what your brand is you are your brand and so right. that if you, the second you start to pull away from things like that and of course there are going to be exceptions like politics and stuff like that but the second you start to pull away layers of that you become less authentic just like you said and mm-hmm. in a in a way and again sometimes it's hard to measure that but in a way you start to uh, lose business or you start to not be true to who you are, which could ultimately affect your business and you just might not know right. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not everyone's going to like you and not everyone's going to like yes. a, you know, a mom and that's okay. And I'm all right. Uh, yeah. I, and I, I completely agree with that concept. And I know that it is hard, especially when you're a new agent to be okay with that. But I fully believe in the mantra that like, not everybody's going to like you or want to work with you. And if they don't, that's good because chances are you don't want to work with them either. Right. Yeah. That was a hard pill for me to swallow because I always, until like a couple years ago, maybe going into my thirties, you know, I, I wanted to be liked. Yeah. So it molded myself to other people's perception of what they wanted me to be. Yeah. And finally I had to change that. That's exhausting on me. And mm-hmm. I've, you're not going to really connect with anyone. Right. So. Right. Or, and you're going to, you're going to feel like you said, you're going to feel exhausted too, because oh, you are putting on your acting. Oh yeah. That's exhausting. Hey everybody. Today's episode is brought to you by the marketplace. Have you been to schmidtresourcescom slash marketplace? We've got branded clothing. We've got your lock boxes. We've got your blue books and your black books, and we are constantly adding more swag all the time we just recently added a schmidt family of companies trucker hat that is the coolest thing in the store we have three different versions available and they're $24.99 a piece so go check them out you can get just about any of these things custom made with your dba it's great quality i'm actually wearing one right now but you can't tell because it's a podcast so go to schmidtresourcescom marketplace get your order in today and get some awesome swag all right everyone back to the show so um let's let's change gears again you mentioned it briefly but i want to talk about covid um and Mm -hmm. all of that just you know joyous time that we're currently experiencing um i I, I, (laughs) there's this this part of the conversation can go many different ways but i want to keep it um kind of focus on how has that affected your business um, the way you market things, the way your office does business, you know, what is that, how has that changed things for you guys? So moving into this whole virtual way we do things, mm-hmm. not uncommon territory for us. Sure. Because for a secondary market, I would say 90 to 95% of our buyers and even connecting with sellers has starts online on the phone. Mm-hmm. We've done video calls. We did all of this before COVID-19 hit. Sure kind of already had this experience under our belt. So it was really easy to merge into a full on virtual showings and e-signing and talking on the phone and sending texts and videos. Cause you were and, already kind of partway there. Yes. This extra time, we really took it to elevate our business and elevate our brand. Mm-hmm. And it kind of forced me to go out to make sure that every single one of our videos had, or every single one of our listings had has video. a video and good video. Right. Like I refuse to do bad video. <laughs> There's a couple I'm not too proud of. I got to go back. <laughs> um, and you guys 
really doing those virtual open houses is what pushed me to get out there and do it, Mm -hmm. which takes a lot of hours. It does. Um, Yeah. No, it's, it's a tough one because it's like, I, I, that is one of the big pushbacks I get with video a lot is like, you know, Hey, or, or social as a whole, you know, Hey, it's time consuming. It takes a lot of time. And it's like, you know, and two things, one, it does like, it definitely does. It, It absolutely takes time and, and practice. Um, and then B, you know, ultimately that's, but that's what people expect and that's what people want. And, you know, some people love to try to automate that. And I think there is a certain part of this that you can automate. Um, but ultimately Mm -hmm. you can't automate, you know, your personality, who you are and you have to be present and you can't, you, you, yeah, you just can't automate that part. There was like a couple years ago or I don't even know, but I was listening to some podcasts Mm -hmm. and I've heard, I don't know where I heard this, but some people are like, we need to just schedule a whole bunch for the entire month. And, you know, there's a lot of people that talk yeah. about doing your monthly schedule. That is not my personality. Mm-hmm. I'm more fly by the seat of my pants, do it <laughs> in the thing. Um, and it works for me. I get the scheduling thing because, again, it's, it is a workload thing. Um, but at the same time, I, don't, I think that is a, either a backup method or a supplemental method for social. It should not be your main plan of attack. Because again, you start to lose that authenticity, you know, you're scheduling things 30 to 45 days out and you're like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. this might not be relevant 45 days from now. You know, if you scheduled a top 10 places to travel right now article right before COVID hit and then come early, you know, July, that's, that's what's posted. It's not going to resonate that well. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so interesting point. I know we have to go soon, but let's just, we can just talk about it. Yeah, we got, it'll be a long episode. So I just did. (laughs) This social media five-day group challenge. Um, And one thing that she brought up right at the beginning was really interesting. I think this will be a great takeaway for anyone listening. All right, so Mm -hmm. your social media account. I want you, we'll just say Facebook. Treat like you're walking into a networking event, right? Right. And who are you? Are you just the stalker who sits in the corner, doesn't talk, looks at everyone, Right. 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 And then you leave and no one knows who you are. Mm-hmm. No one's going to know who you are. Right. Or are you on the complete polar opposite and you walk into that room and you don't ask anyone how they are. You don't ask them who they are, what they do, what their name is. Do they have any kids? You literally just go in and say, hi, I'm Corinne. I sell real estate. Do you want to buy this beautiful home? Right. Right. And everyone's like, okay, this girl's crazy. Right. So that's for the people who just post real estate. People don't want to just buy real, they want to work with people. And then the best way to go into it is just how you would if you were walking into a room and hanging out with people, getting to know them. It's a conversation. It's a back and forth. Mm -hmm. You can just post something and walk away. You really need to get that conversation going. So treat it just like you are networking in real life. That's that's great. And and I have, uh, there's an agent and actually one of our, in our Holland office, who said something similar. And I really like that, that way of looking at it, treat it like you are walking into a room. Um, he also said something like he treats every Facebook notification, like it's a work email, like it's a client reaching out because ultimately it is that, you know, if you, if someone comments on your Facebook post uh, about a listing or about your services, you better respond right away because that is somebody inquiring about you and what you have to offer. One of my last two wrap-up questions is always, what is one piece of advice you'd give to every agent? I feel like that fits that category. Uh, I had like splendidly. 
was like, which one am I going to break it down to? Do you have, what well, do you have another couple off the top of your head? So that, let's kind of go into that. Work one into like one, because I was going to bring it back to branding, because I think that's such an important thing these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like people need to focus on that. But when it comes to branding, consistency over complexity. Yes. Um, and keep up with it. So we just received probably the first lead that we might actually do an offer on. And I've been doing our social media for several years, mm-hmm. not as consistency consistently as I should have until recently. And a lot of times you may have received an indirect lead from that, that you can't track. Just Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you, I mean, you hit it on the head earlier when talking about branding where you said, you know, branding I, with, with social, I will get the question so often, like if I post this video, if I post these, market updates or whatever, is that going to get me a lead? And the answer is like, maybe not at that, you know, you posting that video might not, but I have seen where people post, you know, there's one example I always use of an agent who, um, in California posted a video. It was one of those like real estate Facebook groups where everybody shares stuff. He did a video that was like, you know, prepare yourself for 4th of July. And it was like, you know, make sure your dog has headphones and they had a shot of their lab, uh, their retriever wearing like big earmuffs. And then, mm-hmm. you know, make sure you've got water in case there's a dud and all his daughters like douse him with water and stuff, um, trying to light a fire. And it's funny and it's cute. It's a little cheesy, but like he, he's, and it has nothing to do with real estate besides him saying in the beginning, realtor with so-and-so. Right. And he posted that like a week before the 4th of July. And he said literally that afternoon he had a new listing appointment because one of, yeah, but, it, it's totally possible. And the reason, you know, if it doesn't happen that way, exactly, exactly. Sometimes it's going to, and that's going to be great. We had an agent in our office, one of our offices, you know, she shared on Facebook that she was a real estate agent. She shared the graphic that the office posted about her. And again, from that, she got a listing appointment. Oh my gosh, I didn't know you were in real estate. You know, we were actually going to meet with our old agent this week, but do you want to sit down? And it was like, oh my gosh, how did I just get a lead? That's not going to happen every time. Um, but it does, A, it does happen. And mm-hmm. B, it builds into who your brand is. You know, if somebody recommends um, any sort of business, real estate, um, obviously in our lives, dog groomers or dog this or that, we, you go research who that person is. And if I go to your Facebook page to check you out and you haven't posted in two years or even in a month or two, I'm going to think, well, I don't know if I want this person to market my home because if this is how they market other properties, are they going to do my property justice? Absolutely. That's why I said it's so important and earlier that our, our condos that are $80,000 up to our $8.9 million mm-hmm. that we have consistent content. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, um, okay. So let's move on to sort of our final section that, that, that we have received feedback is people's favorite, but, um, do you have a horror story of real estate, whether it was, and again, we're not, we're not using any names, um, or any other, any, any, any identifiable traits, but is there a horror story you have of a listing or a, a client or another agent, you know, um, this stuff, everyone loves to hear. So I, I'm curious, do you have anything like that? Um, that you just, you cringe whenever you think about? I mean, I'm sure there's a few. I tried to, <laughs> I tried to burn them out of my mind. Yeah, um, right, right. <laughs> here's an interesting story, but it's not a client or customer or anything okay. like that. Probably find a few for you. Um, <laughs> so I went to go check out a new listing. Just, you know, I wanted to check out the condition of it, which it was empty for a while. And then to give a price on it and suggestion of what this seller needed to do to get it ready to list. Sure. 
So I like go in and Madeline's in the car. Um, mm-hmm. Thank God she wasn't with me. Uh-huh. And the door and there's a guy sleeping and he gets up and is staring right at me. And I didn't really know. What to do. I was like, oh, hey, what's going on? Sorry to disturb you. Like, I didn't know. Right, right. I just got to do what you can. Food, water, you good? He's like, oh, my God, don't tell him I'm here. I'm not supposed to be here. I was like, oh. you're fine. You're... I didn't know what to do. And I tried to act like really cool. Yeah, um, yeah, <laughs> super chill. Right. Yeah, right. you're good, man. I'm just, I gotta go, and I, <laughs> I didn't even know. Well, I just started sprinting to mm-hmm. my. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. That taught me a lesson. That whole safety thing. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What? Like, did you end up listing that home? Like, what? What's the end of that story? What? Uh, well, and the client actually was looking at it and. Oh, they, so it was listed, and you went to go look at the property. Not listed yet. Oh, they were, okay. We gave them a price, and then they decided that they wanted to use it as a rental. And they were none. They were none the wiser that there was a man there. Nope. nope. <laughs> nope. You know, we get so used to going in and out of houses all the time that we don't even think about it. You know, it just becomes yeah. sexy to us, so we put our guard down. Yeah. And next thing you know, there's somebody sleeping in the property. Thank God he was right at the front door because if he was in the main house and I was walking around, he was, and he heard me come in, mm-hmm. I could have been pinned in a room with no exit. Yeah, so that's true. It really made me think like, all right, I need to, when I go into a place, make sure I spot all my exits. And yes. I, or also when I know I'm going to a place that's been vacant for a while, make sure there's two of us. In general, that is a really, really important life tip. Um, for any variety of reasons, know where your exits are when you um, when you go somewhere because you don't know what could happen in that place. Um, yeah, and I always told myself I would do that, you know, like oh yeah, no, right. But then when you're in it, just kind of rushing between appointments and mm-hmm. you just put your guard down. Well, at least we definitely ended in a weird spot with with life lessons and stuff. But um, thank you so much for taking well over an hour now of your time to to talk yeah. to me and stuff. Um, I feel like we- so much more i need to i know that's the thing that's why we just have to do a third podcast now you've been on ours i've been on yours now we just got to do a third one where it's just this for hours and again doesn't matter how many listeners you have as long as you are enjoying the experience Um, right so so branding you real estate it's on spotify is on apple is that is it basically wherever you listen to podcasts you can find it yeah everywhere just search for it with whatever um platform you have search for branding you real estate there's no dash or anything there used to be so yeah check it out and then also instagram is really where i show up um mm-hmm. so you can for branding you underscore real estate and on there um i do mindful mornings uh not every day just randomly um in the morning that are journaling prompts that either will help i just you- saw those i saw that i think earlier this week for the first time like the real Good. estate journaling prompt i was like oh this is great yeah this is some great. are for, geared towards real estate and some, which I think is definitely about real estate, might just be self-growth things, you know, taking right. care of yourself. I think that's so important in business. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I also lo- I've always loved journaling in the morning, so I wanted to incorporate that and help, you know, activities and action items to help you improve your brand or try something new. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's tough. I mean, some people always kind of push that stuff to the side as the cheesy stuff, like the taking care of, but it's like, that is so important at the core of your business and your life and your, you know, your lifestyle and your family. You have to take care of yourself. You know, you have to take those mental health checks or mental health days um, because it will, it, it, it can be detrimental if you don't. And 
a short little, um, I was telling you these golden nugget podcast yes. series, like four minutes and going off that, I, you know, with having a baby and everything. And I really wanted to not only just still be good at real estate, I wanted to do more hence mm-hmm. the videos and all that. Right. Um, and I was just going like 130 miles per hour and I missed an appointment, never done that. And I used to take the time to get organized, clean my house, to mm-hmm. meditate and journal. I always did that in the morning and I am noticing how I'm showing up and it's not showing up in a good way um, just because I wasn't grounded. So right. yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Well, we, we, we tried to close the podcast and then got on more tangents. <laughs> now we're getting on a happy note instead of. There you go. Exactly. A a safety for, right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Well, thank you so much. This has thank been great. So check much. out Branding You Real Estate, guys. Um, check out, go to St. Croix, just full stop. <laughs> just go to the island. And um, thank you, Corinne. Thank you so much for your time. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys uh, next time. Never really been great at ending. I just kind of 